Hello and good day, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Magic the First Pioneers podcast. This podcast is all about the Pioneer format and keep our listeners up to date with what is new, interesting, and powerful in the world of Pioneer. And this episode includes a free preview sent to us by Wizards. Yes, and uh, if you want to introduce yourself first, maybe. Uh, yes, I am Kevin Finkel. I am one of the hosts here of the First Pioneers podcast. I am joined here by my co-host. Hey, everybody. This is uh, Ryan Schwenk. I am the Japan hobbyist out of the Tokyo area of Japan. So, um, big surprise here, everybody. You know, you may have listened or seen that we had a spoiler episode early today where we spoiled our own preview card. Uh, and we are back with a surprise double feature. Uh, perfect for Innistrad is that we actually have a second card to spoil for you guys. So we are going to run through what the card is uh, in just a second here as well. We are going to talk about how it might impact the Pioneer format. Yes. So uh, I guess let's just jump right into it. Is that okay with you? Yeah, let's go ahead and spoil the card for anyone who's listening just to hear what the card is. Uh, we will go ahead and do that right now. So our spoiler card for uh, for Crimson Vow yes. is Winged Portent. This is one blue-blue. It is an instant. It is a rare, and it has a cleave cost. So you can either cast it for one blue-blue, or you can cast it for four green-blue. So this is kind of part of that cycle uh, maybe I should read the rest of the card yeah. first. What it does is you draw a card for each creature you control with flying. And if you cast it for the cleave cost, you just draw a card for each creature you control. Yes. Um, so this is part of that cycle where it's one color and then the cleave cost is two colors. Uh, we've seen, I think at this point, most of the other rares. We are only on the 31st when we're recording this. So uh, we may have some cards spoiled after this. But what this does is that you either can... You know, three mana instant, draw a card for each card creature you kill with flying. That's kind of a cool card. Four green blue instant to draw a card for each creature you control is also a kind of cool mm. card. Um, so it's kind of like you have like a constructed cost and a commander cost. <laughs> you know, maybe that's true. Uh, maybe we're looking at that four mana cleave. You know, that, that is expensive to draw a card for each creature you control. Um and I guess probably what we might be looking at a lot is like, is there a deck that will want yeah. both versions? Like has cheap flyers or can go wide with green and non-flyers? Uh, that, that'll be the interesting part here. Uh, but what do you think of this card just overall before we jump into specifically how it'll affect the Pioneer I mean, format? Blue loves to draw cards. And the problem is... <laughs> I know you're such a, a big blue player here. The problem is that blue would rather draw cards with having a lot of creatures in play however there are some really good blue tempo decks that i i think are kind of heavy on creatures and low on card draw that this could maybe see playing yeah i think that's fair um so i i'm kind of in the same place where i'm pretty excited about the regular cost of this if i'm excited about it anywhere it's the fact that you know three mana instant speed to draw a card for each creature mm -hmm. control with flying so you know if this is a three mana draw two you know that's an instant speed divination and that's that's kind of good um if this is a three mana draw three at an instant speed then like that's a <laughs> that is going to win you some games so like how unreasonable is it to have mana open and three creatures mm -hmm. with flying in play i don't think it's completely unreasonable you know i, I think that there are decks where we might see that happen so 
Um, that might be where we'll jump into it is where I saw home for this is with our deck lists mm-hmm. or w- what else do you have? That you I mean, talk about yeah, look, be- I know that before we... we jump into our deck list, I, w- I would like to see what other kind of decks could play this that are currently in the pioneer format. Like I wanted that, for example, I wanted to get your opinion on this. Recently, we've talked about spirits and you said you really like the Bant spirits version because you have access to collected company. Is this better than ha- I mean, like for example, you know, instead of running that, you know, bank colors and collected company, could you just run this instead to get like all that card draw and you know to fill up your hand? Well, that is what I went with with uh, my first list. Is that I was like, okay, you know, Bant, I don't think could play this. You know, despite this having a cleave cost in green, most of your creatures are flying mm-hmm. anyways, almost all of them. Um, so you'd just be casting this for the three mana version. And I was like, okay, it's a miss for Collected Company. Probably wouldn't play it with Collected Company. But if you're just in Mm blue-white, you are missing that extra piece of card advantage that Collected Company provides for you. You know, this doesn't put it into play, so it's not as strong tempo-wise. But I think that that deck, you know, especially with the um, the two-mana bird, what is that one called? Imperian Imperian Eagle? No. Uh, Yeah, uh, no, the the two-mana... The one that makes uh, the... Watcher of the Spheres. Watchers of Spirits makes all your spirits cheaper, so if you're playing like a lot of two-mana spirits, you can just drop a bunch of them into play, yeah. refill your hand with this, and that that was uh, where I was thinking. If this has a home, I would want it you know, with a lot of cheap, aggressive flyers and wanting to get card advantage. For me, this seems like the one place where, in Pioneer, this could possibly see play. Um, other than that, you know, like this is a really cool card. I'm not sure if it'll be a big Pioneer card just because of the power level and the specific things it's asking you to build around, which are a like lot. Like flyers, basically. So, yeah, spirits, I think, would yeah. be good. Um, maybe mono blue, like you were talking about earlier in our Storm Tracer uh, Drake spoiler uh, episode. Maybe mm-hmm. something like that. And I was also maybe thinking of maybe like a red blue, like the Sprite Dragon type deck. That's interesting. You know, there's a few... Sp- flyers in that but with sprite dragon you really want to be running a lot of non-creature spells mm-hmm. so it's uh it's tough to get enough in play maybe if there's something that makes i mean tokens, this is not... like you know you could but i mean th- <laughs> maybe you can all runs epiphany yeah but i'm saying this is a non-creature spell that you could play in that deck um to give it like a, a pump and uh you know you could maybe go a little bit more mid-range on that's so that the dragons slash drake deck um Sure. But, uh, wait, wait, wait. So hang on. You, you give me ideas here is like Allruns Epiphany makes two birds. So if you can like cast an Allruns nice. Epiphany, cast an Allruns Epiphany, draw four cards, okay. and then cast more Allruns Epiphany. Okay. Maybe throw in like Sylvan Carry added so you can cast it for cleave cost and uh, draw an extra card there. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, so that's. We're having ideas. That's the fire version. Um, as far as like if we're going to be casting this for its cleave cost, what kind of deck do you think it could fit into? I definitely think that was tougher. You know, four mana or six mana is a lot to ask, especially if the, you know, quote unquote front side is not going to be very good. Mm-hmm. Um, like if you played something like elves that was playing blue, you could probably get five creatures into play sometimes. But like this would only be good when you're already ahead. If you're behind, I think that this would be a really rough card to play in that kind of list. So that's where I'd be kind of hesitant on it. I know that some people have played blue-green elementals before, and that does have some ability to ramp you up. So 
Yeah, I think I think that was a you know, we talked a little bit about that being maybe a good idea where this could go. You know, you've got a lot of ways to go wide in that deck. You've got Risen Reef. You've got things like Master of Waves that makes a whole bunch mm-hmm. of tokens, and you're usually in blue green. Um, I was also saying that what might be cute is the three mana Chandra um, is able to minus and cast a spell from your graveyard that costs three or mm-hmm, less mm-hmm. this turn. Um, this does cost three or less in your graveyard. But you can still cast the cleave cost. Okay. So in theory, you could minus Chandra and then cast this from your graveyard for the six mana and draw a bunch of cards if you have all these elementals in play. Maybe that's Timor too elementals. cute, but I thought that was an yeah. idea. And also, I know you're going to hate me for saying this, but Merfolk is always needed more <laughs> card draw. Like, uh, I think Merfolk but... has needed a few things before it yeah. needs card draw, so maybe not. Maybe not the biggest issue. You know, maybe you could even do something with uh, zombies, like Sultai Zombies yeah. deck, go wide and then draw cards. But maybe, yeah, I'm not super confident that we'll see the cleave cost of this card cast in Pioneer. It's still a very exciting card. I'm expecting to play this in Limited. I'm expecting to play this see the see playing Commander, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm going to be trying out what I can do with the front side of it. Certainly. Um... Before we jump in, I know you want to probably get get right to our our, our deck list. Uh, I did want to talk about some new cards that they just printed or just spoiled that I think could go along with this. But I wanted to ask you if you saw anything from the new cards that you think would work with this. Um, nothing for me of the new cards has stood out as like, ooh, you want know, a cheap flyer that I really want to try with it. Um, what what have you seen that you were interested in? Uh, well, I'm janky, so uh, I like I like Jeralph <laughs> Visionary Stitcher. He gives all your zombies okay. flying, and I know people. I know there was like a blue black zombie that just got printed that gives all your zombies plus one plus zero. I think in Midnight okay. Hunt, I want to say. Sultai zombies, Maybe, or I guess or just, just you can just play the front side and play the blue. I mean, version. you get like all the the stitchers, not the stitchers. The uh, what are they called? The flyers. You already have flyers if already. You... Some zombie flyers. True. And. Uh, and if you can get decayed creatures, you get maybe. prize amalgam as well. Um, but yes, to sacrifice hey, another non-token go. creature, create an ex-zombie creature token. Yeah, so you get to draw. You know, you get to get put more zombies into play. It makes more zombies, and you know, I don't think you would be playing a lot of draw effects. You know, in that so you, mm. uh, if they had like thought scour or something, maybe and you wanted to put it in the graveyard. I don't know this could be like a blue black dredge, but in it, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm going too deep end there. But that was one card I thought was interesting. And my other thought was a kind of a, a red-blue storm deck with the new dragon. So Mana Form Hellkite is a 4-mana four 4-4 four, four flyer. And people were talking about this online. They don't really know where it goes yet. And what it does is that uh, whenever you cast a non-creature spell, you create an XX red dragon illusion creature with flying in haste where X is the amount of mana spent to cast that spell, and then exile that token at the beginning of the next end step. And I think, you know, if, if you're going to be playing, like, Sprite Dragon in in this and, you know, a couple other, uh, I don't know. You could Shark Typhoon make a little Yeah, basically there. it's like a Shark Typhoon type deck, but, you know, Mana Form Hellkite is kind of like your, your Shark Typhoon. And it keeps on making all these flying tokens that could easily you could easily take advantage of. So that was my other idea. Okay, that's interesting. I think the only other thing I will say to mention is, you know, this does have flavor text I didn't get a chance to go through. Um, So this has, no, 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 it's just a murder of crows, not an omen of murder. 
I think, <laughs> coming from York Kessiv Tracker, which we have not seen a York card, but that might be something we see show up later in the spoiler season, so I'm interested to see uh, what he or she may be. Yes, we'll see. If not this set. Uh, also, go ahead and check out the art on our Twitter for this pre-preview yes. from Wizards, is that the art for this week portent is really cool. You know, big murder of crows kind of forming an evil face on the moon. Uh, there's a full art version of this because it's a cleave card and it looks just, you know, our extended border, I want to say, maybe not full art. Uh, and, and it looks really cool. So make sure to yes. check that out. All right. Well, that's all I wanted to say as far as like, you know, new cards and decks that I would use it in. Let's go into our our brews. You ready? Yeah. Uh, maybe I'll jump off with it because yes. I've already been kind of spoiling what I was thinking is let's go spirits. Um, and I was, again, looking at blue white spirits. So like a port, uh, your wing port and blue white spirits. Uh, and not a lot changed here from what you would see as kind of a normal blue-white spirits list. I really want to be focusing on, you know, the Watcher of the Spheres, a lot of two-drops, you know, Supreme Phantom, Shacklegeist, Rattle Chains, um, throw out just a ton of these one- and two-mana spirits. Uh, I did see Patrician Geist in some of the lists that we're seeing play when I was looking at other blue-white versions currently in the format. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also like the idea, the versions that have Lofty Denial in the main board. I was kind of thinking, you know, if you're drawing a lot of cards, being able to one-for-one one with Lofty Denial seems much better. Um, so, you know, hold up Lofty Denial, hold up Wing Portent, hold up Spell Queller at the same time. You know, you've got all these options. If you're drawing two or three or five cards off Wing Portent, that seems like a really good way to win the game. And I, I managed to jam three copies, or yeah, three copies of it into this Blue White Spirits deck. Uh, I was wondering, is there another White Blue Flyers deck out there? That you could play this in. Is Spirits the best best one? or? Uh, I don't think that there's much of a reason to play a Blue-White Flyers. You know, Blue-White Spirits kind of is a Blue-White Flyers mm-hmm. deck because of Watchers of the Spheres isn't technically a Spirit. Uh, it just is a Flyers card. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of Blue-White Flyers anyways. I, I don't think you would like go any bigger, though, and try and play the, you know, Archangel Avacyn or anything like that. Uh, I, what about the new uh, Limfala, the white-blue uh, one-mana one from Zendikar? I'm not very interested no. in her. I think that we would play Selfless Spirit much sooner than we play her. Uh, you know, Selfless Spirit would be a great card for this deck as well, is that, you know, one-mana white, and then if you're able to trade that for removal, like, that's how you would overwhelm mm-hmm. with this deck, is, you know, okay, so you have to kill my Selfless Spirit before you can kill my Spell Queller in order to get your removal spell back, and, oh, I just drew three more counter mm-hmm. spells. Now mm-hmm. you can't overcome that. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, card card advantage is never bad, you know. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not, I wouldn't say, I'm not going to say it's not exciting. I, it's, it's more powerful, but, I mean, yeah. So that's where I went with Winged Portent, if I thought that there was some potential for that card to see play in Pioneer. Where did you go with Winged Portent? I went off the deep end. <laughs> All right, let me see it. Let me so see it. we'd kind of been talking about this. You know, you went you went the Flyer way, and I went the Big Mana way. And basically, I went the uh, Blue-Green Elementals approach, but it's more of a Mono-Green, sorry, Mono-Blue Devotion deck. Uh, so people okay. have been trying to make this work forever, and uh, how I went about this is, you know, you're you're basically you're playing your uh, your base. Uh, how can I say, mono blue devotion build? You got your Nykthos. You have uh, what other cards are kind of always in there? 
So we went out of anticipation. Yeah, anticipation. Gadwick the wizard yes. is is devotion and payoff. Yes, and then you have Glasspool Mimic, which can copy your uh, was the Master of Tide, Master of Waves. Sorry, Master of Waves. Master of Waves and Risen Reef is and also. And Risen cool. Reef. So yeah, you're splashing green in here for Risen Reef, and uh, also I have uh, Thassa's Oracle. And this deck has not really been updated in a while, so I thought maybe it might be worth checking out Hypnotic Sprite. Uh, which is a blue blue. I want to say it's a two one flyer that ha- it's a has the adventure card on the front side where you can counter target spell that's less than three. I want to say for three mana. So okay. it gives you you know two pips of blue plus um, how can I say plus the uh, the counter spell which is nice. Uh, I'm also playing. I'm trying to think what else I have in here. Uh, I think the. Uh, Land base has kind of uh, improved somewhat. We have Hall of, of Storm Giants, uh, which puts the I want to say, I need to get this up. I want to say it's a seven seven Kraken. Yeah, it becomes a seven seven with Ward. Yeah, so like that comes into play, and you know we also have like Seagate Seagate Restoration, which I think will come into play, uh, which where you don't have a, a, a maximum hand size for this for the rest of the game, and this. So the idea is you're going to be drawing a lot yes, of cards here. that's so the whole thing. Like, that. just the Master of Waves, Risen Reef combo itself is kind of nasty, but if you don't get Risen Reef, you know, in that combo together, you kind of, I wouldn't say you're not going to suffer. You're, you're still going to be putting in a bunch of, of uh, you know, one, two ones with Master of the Waves, and you're also playing Thassa's Oracle in this deck because not only does it give you two uh, blue pips, but also... Uh, you know, of course, when you scry equal to your devotion, you can just straight up win the game. And while you're not going to be able to mill yourself, I want to. I built this deck so that you just draw yourself to a win. You make so much hmm. mana. Okay. You make no, sorry. You make so much mana with like your your uh, your Nykthos, and you draw a bunch, and you keep playing stuff. Maybe play another Nykthos, make a whole bunch more blue mana, draw a bunch of cards. And then play... So Gadwick the Wizen draws X cards and you cast it. Risen Reef, uh, if you have Master Waves, then for every blue pip, you'll make a creature, which will make an elemental, which will you know draw yeah. you a card or put a land into yeah. play. And then you've got your new winged portent, so you're going to pay six and draw there a card for each creature you control. Yeah, so I don't know if I'd want to play four of the, the winged portent, but you know, I think three would be good at least in here. Uh, again, like I said, that's okay. my whole... That's my, my whole spiel, I, I, I want to play a lot of creatures, and I want to make big mana, and I want to draw myself into a win with Thassa's Oracle. I, I like it. You know, I think that there's this is something that I think I would play with if I were trying this out. You know, Hypnotic Sprite here seems a little goofy. Um, you know, Maybe you're just trying to find something else that gives you yeah, devotion. Yeah, there's other stuff. Interaction. Um, one thing I was thinking possibly, I guess this does have flying, so maybe I, I'm more interested now. One thing I was thinking is what about uh, Gilded Goose? Um, I was thinking, you know, that's one mana to put True. a flyer into play. So it's, it's something that will let yeah. you, you know, as long as you've got that one flyer in play, you can at least, like, True. cycle your portent. You'll pay three True. to draw a card. Uh, maybe draw two cards I mean, I, uh, for that cheaper cost. And, and then it also, you know, you can ramp you up to the Risen Reef because you really want to get that Risen Reef in play right away. And I, I would also say maybe go up to more Brazen Bowers, Borrowers. So if, like, I'm playing the Sprite and the Borrower, then I could still hmm. uh, get some good value off the front end of uh, of uh, Winged Portent. Yeah, okay. and I also want to point out that I also have Jace, Wilder of Mysteries as another win con. If you draw and you can't draw, uh, you win the game there. So 
Let's draw a bunch of cards. True, true. I just, I think that... Okay, yeah. yeah. Hey. <laughs> and this is like your, your what your idea of blue decks are, is like, hey, how do we draw the most yes. cards? <laughs> That's my image of a blue it's card. perfect. Or a blue deck. Uh, I, this deck would absolutely hate in our set, though. Oh, yeah, that seems <laughs> difficult for you. Yeah. Um, maybe some way to bounce that. I guess you can bounce it with Brazen there we Borrower. There but uh, I want more of those. Yikes. But uh, all right. Um, what else do you have to say about Winged Portent? You know, we, we're going to make this a quick one, but uh, I want to just hear what your last thoughts are before we wrap this up. Anything else that you want to talk about for this card? I think it's going to be a fun card. I I think uh, like like you said earlier, it's going to be one of those cards where you're going to play in a deck that doesn't really have natural card draw. Maybe you know something you know like the white blue or white red. You know, where, you know, you, you want to play more threats, heavier threats than having like all these uh, setup cards. And, you know, this is a good way of just to get a bunch, grab a bunch of cards all at once. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and I am excited about this cleave mechanic. I think that lets you do some cool things mechanically that would be, you know, this, this is basically like a split card, but it's a lot cleaner mechanically uh, the way that it is looking right now. Yeah. All right. Well, you want to take us out? All right. That's going to bring us to the end of our episode here. Yeah, I would love to just wrap us up. So thank you guys for listening. If this is your first time listening, uh, make sure to go ahead and follow us at MPG Pioneer. That is our Twitter handle, and it's the best way to keep track of what's going on anywhere in Pioneer. If you're interested in the format, if you're interested in learning about the format, uh, great to just give us a follow. And we you know, retweet all kinds of important information, all kinds of fun and interesting decks. Uh, you're just keeping our listeners engaged with what's going on in the Pioneer format. There's also a link to our Discord in there. That's a way to stay more in touch with us. You can talk to other Pioneer players about what's going on in the format, as well as ask any kind of questions, see deck lists from the episodes, etc. Yes, and we will be posting these deck lists on our Discord. Uh, so if you're not already following us and you want to see what these lists are, you can definitely stop on down in the Discord and check out what we posted. You can also post your own ideas for for the cards after being spoiled. We'd love to hear, you know, how you would build a deck with them. Um, you guys can reach me at Yoshwenky, Y-O-S-C-H-W-E-N-K-Y. I post a lot of uh, MTG news out of Japan, uh, like, for example, like from Hallelujah and other big events that, you know, are going on. So if you're interested in seeing some cool Japanese tech, definitely give me a follow. Yeah, some big tournaments over there yes. recently. We'll, we'll be talking about that soon, I'm mm. sure. All right, that's going to bring us to the end of our episode, guys. Uh, thank you all for listening. We are the First Pioneers Podcast. Thank you one more time to Wizards of the Coast for this free preview. And we look forward to being your listeners. Go to source or pioneer information online. Uh, see you on the... F- you, you had a new yeah. closing you want to give. What, what is it going to be? I was going to say, see you on the frontier. See you on the frontier. All right, we can give that a try. See you on the frontier, everybody.